Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are listening to The Shepherd and Bellis Show. fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. Well, we got a great show planned for today. Coming up here in about five minutes, we got attorney at law lindy r urso out of stanford connecticut joining us he has challenged mask mandates he's been to the supreme court he's also representing a january 6th defendant and so there's lots to talk about and maybe we'll even get his take on the alex jones trial maybe the daryl brooks um and some of these cases, how they go into secrecy, um, that's questions I want to ask because I'm not understanding how some of these trials can be put into like some kind of secrecy. And that's like fascinating to me. So maybe he can answer some of these questions. And as usual, I'm sure it will be a great show. We got Bethany Adani with us. We got Aaron Cole uh, we're going to have a quick break coming up here, and then we'll bring on the attorney, uh, Bethany and Aaron. How was your day? I was like engulfed in uh, online work. I was doing um, video production, and uh, that took up my whole morning, and it just flew by. I grabbed some uh, food, and then the it was just like, here's the show all of a sudden. Yeah, it's amazing how how quick it flies by. No, I just had kind of a chill day. Went to work and all that fun shit, and boom, here we are. How about you, Bethany? Oh, it's just like every day. Even my, like I said, I mean, even my kids who are younger, they're like, my, Chloe, Chloe just said to me before on the way back from jiu-jitsu, she's like, Mom, I can't believe after this week, like we're next week's the second week of November already. It's like almost 6.15 tonight. I feel like I just woke up, you know, and it's like, yeah. So something, there's a vortex going on. Yeah. You need a sound effect for that one, Shep. <laughs> well, you know, uh, they got all this stuff going on with these vaccines still. And this stuff continues. They are talking about um, how they've uh, dropped the uh, mandates in, in some areas and stuff and all this stuff. But at the same time, Pfizer and BioNTech are uh, testing combined COVID and flu vaccines and they're, they just keep going overboard with these vaccines. They want to do the embryo vaccine. We were joking about that um, earlier this year. And now it's like, okay, they are trying uh, to do anything they can to get people vaccinated. And now they're also openly admitting there's lots of injuries from these vaccines and stuff but they still act like people like us are conspiracy theorists. If we talk about this type information, in fact, and then some of that even gets into like this whole Alex Jones, um, MSNBC is claiming that case sets precedence for election deniers to be locked up. So I mean, like, where is this going? 
what direction is this going? I'm sure the attorney will want to comment on that as well. So we'll be right back with Lindy R. Urso, attorney at law. Stay tuned. I'm in Europe Vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines. Rather than focusing on long, drawn-out scientific arguments, the author focuses on the simple, common-sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, how do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think, it simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent, wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Ambella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Ambella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, Listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest electronic beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN. Live. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration, and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Gobi Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. Hey, it's Aaron from The Cole Report, and I just want to remind you, if you miss any of the live shows, you can catch the rebroadcast all week long. There's a schedule on the homepage. Click it, and it'll show you everything going on for the whole week. And if that's not convenient enough for you, you can catch The Shepherd and Bella Show, The Rained Out Rancast, and The Cole Report on Apple and Spotify for your listening pleasure. He sometimes wears glasses to see what others don't. In past lives, he was always himself. He doesn't wear Nike, yet he still does it. He's Shepard Ambellus, and you are listening to his show. (laughs) 
right now we have our guest lindy r urso attorney at law out of stanford connecticut with us and he has challenged uh unconstitutional mask mandates he's also repping a january 6th defendant lindy it's great to have you back on the show how have you been hey shep all good man been a long time how you doing oh you know same old same old uh battle we're in uh we got the uh, network up and running youtube uh they kept censoring us so we just uh we fired up a, a whole network to where we don't get censored anymore yeah well that's that's going to be the key for everything moving forward because obviously uh censorship is is the here and the now and the future right right so what have you been up to man uh, i'm gonna just give you the floor uh you know let us know uh you know somewhat about um uh you know where you're at uh with all this and um you know some of the stuff you've been up to well yeah last uh, when last we spoke i had the mask lawsuit pending ultimately that failed uh, on sovereign immunity grounds. It was basically moot by the time we got to it anyway. Um, yeah, I got a, I've got obviously my busy criminal practice. I do represent a January 6th defendant. We had a trial down there in September. Didn't go very well, uh, as with every other trial down there. Um, but we like his chances on appeal. Um, now, is, is that... Um, are these... I I really got into this Daryl Brooks trial because I was fascinated with it. Um, so I actually watched like the whole thing. I didn't like just watch the news clips. They kind of portrayed the trial like a little bit bizarre maybe, but maybe not. Um, but um, he was repping himself as like a sovereign citizen. And But it, one thing uh, I noticed... Yeah, those, those are tough. Well, one thing I noticed though too is whether he was doing it or not it was bizarre because um in the state of connecticut the judge decides what's relevant so they she would kept saying oh you know that's not relevant um you know just basically they were blocking him at every turning point they were saying he couldn't talk about certain things um how does that play into the modern courtroom and was it always like that? I mean, um, or did that come into effect with like terrorism clauses or something like, I mean, how are these cases being, uh, kept secret in, in, in some instances? Well, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't catch that. I don't know much about that when you're talking about, but I, I mean, in general, yeah, relevance is, is a big thing. You can't, there's a lot of things you just can't get into in trial. And it's it's a lot of it's counterintuitive, but it's got to be directly relevant to the crime charged for it to be admissible. The, the, when you have a pro se guy representing himself, generally speaking, the judges uh, they, they give him a, a lot more leeway in terms of those kind of rulings. So it sounds from what uh -huh. you're telling me like maybe the judge was not giving this guy enough leeway because obviously he's not a lawyer; he doesn't understand all the rules. Right. Um, but no, I, I mean, overall, yeah, I think, I mean, that's that's legitimate. You have to stay within what's relevant. However, it does sound from just your brief description like this judge may have not given him the leeway he was entitled. Interesting. Now, um, how did, like, in terms of, like, uh, for instance, like the Sandy Hook case uh, and other cases, they somehow they went in and, like, sealed evidence, um, you know, uh, or not evidence. Um, I think Exhibits. they... Yeah, exhibits and stuff from the public and stuff. And, you know, I, I guess I don't know if that was because there was a big stir about it or, or whatever. But I mean, like, um, my question is, is like, how do they do that and why? And is that common? Well, sealing is, is not it's it's the exception, not the rule. It's not common, but it's not uncommon. I mean, it, as long as it fits within one of the grounds. Uh, I mean, the things, I mean, obviously things that jump out, it, it, like maybe it was pictures of the children. I don't know if that was right. what, it, what it had to do with, uh, some sensitive medical information. A lot of times will be sealed, uh, personal information. Uh, but I, I mean, it's not, it's not the norm. Um, and, and the judges are loath to seal things. They don't like, they generally, they're, they're pretty good in Connecticut about, uh, being open as a general rule. Now, um, Lindy, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, 
is setting precedents dangerous? Uh, I mean, for instance, um, Jones. It, it, well, not only that, but like just in general, if if you can set precedents, and in general, these big superpower um, firms and whatnot and and stuff um, probably you know, end up ultimately setting precedents, but like, don't things dwindle from like a civil rights standpoint because Listen, is, aren't things always setting precedents? Let, let me just say, Shep, I mean, this goes to sort of, I'm sure what you talk about all the time. I mean, our liberties are under attack from every conceivable angle. Mm -hmm. And I go back to uh, like five, six years ago, uh, the, the banks were, were refusing to do transactions for gun for firearms dealers and the lawsuit there's pending lawsuits against gun makers for Sandy Hook and the lawsuit against Jones which is scary as hell now I'm not a big fan of Alex Jones but the first amendment is is so important and 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 this I guess the way to differentiate that case from others is that there were specific identifiable victims you, of his of his words uh, so to speak but but the, you're 100% right. The precedent that's being set by a lot of these actions, and and I, I don't I don't doubt that these firms are, are are sort of in cahoots with with the entire plan. I mean, our liberties are under attack from every angle that you can think of and more. So and that's just that's just one of them. Well, with the Alex Jones thing, it's crazy because well, for one thing, he didn't derive those theories. In fact, I was watching news footage. Uh, several weeks ago from the day of Sandy Hook and you had uh, that they had that Gene Rossin dude he was wearing like a, a purple coat yeah and yeah. and he said that there uh, the you know he said like the bus driver and some kids showed up outside his house and, and he says this something like this I'm paraphrasing uh, I thought it was a skit because they were talking awful loudly uh, and, you know and so like, okay, so right there, you got someone directly in that town saying he thought it was a skit. Now what some other guy can't commentate on or hear that, you know, like that goes around. I, I don't get it. And how did that not go back to source? For instance, if I was Alex Jones lawyer and I'm not a lawyer and this could maybe just be ridiculous, but wouldn't you just like trace that back to source and be like, well, like I didn't even like say that. Like I wasn't the first guy. Well, I think that's right. That that would have that certainly would have helped. I mean, two wrongs don't generally make a right, but um, but I think you're right. I think if if it's not if he's just repeating what's already in the public square, it certainly adds to his defense, his First Amendment defense. Well, and you know, MSNBC came out right after that, and they're latching onto this, and they're like, okay. So this is setting precedents, and now if you're an election denier, you need to be arrested. This is basically what they were saying. Um, but on the oh, same yeah, no token, doubt. on the same token, though, like they will never hold the mainstream media accountable. They'll never get sued. Nothing ever happened. Uh, it's like they perpetuated the weapons of mass destruction story, and millions died. But yet, they'll never be held accountable. Yeah, that was the beginning of the end for for for. That was when I realized that the, the media was dead. Uh, I remember I was seeking out anti-war voices on TV so much so that, and I was a conservative guy, a libertarian guy, and I, I was all I could watch was Phil Donahue back then until they canceled him because he was the only guy That's questioning right. the war. So yeah, no, that was it. That was the be that was when I realized it's all over in terms of the media. Um, and there's no stopping that. There's no. There's going to be no accountability. Look, we're in a new world, and we're we. It's a Twilight Zone episode. It's going to be never ending, and we've just got to continue to fight, resist, and wake wake the people up the best we can. But uh, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about what's what's going on. Most importantly, right now for me is it has to do with vaccines, and I think vaccines are probably maybe the biggest issue uh, they are. we're facing right now. Right. Because I because I have every confidence that uh, that vaccines. I mean, look. The, the simple fact is this, the people, the real billionaires, trillionaires, the people that make the decisions in the world, whether it's a group or not a group, whatever it is, they generally all agree that there are too many people in the world. And they're consistently talking about reducing global population. And 
then you wonder these same people like Bill Gates uh, are pushing with all their might to vaccinate every human on the planet. Right. And, right. To, and to do so with this new technology. Now, this mRNA technology, by the way, and I just came across so this recently. Scary. I didn't realize it. It, it was started by DARPA. DARPA is the Department mm-hmm. of Defense's sort of pseudo-private, pseudo-intel company. Uh, uh, like CIA has MITRE Corp and DOD has DARPA. And DARPA created the mRNA technology. They brought Moderna in. Moderna is just a, they were just coattailing. They didn't create anything. This was created by our Department of Defense and their, and their arm, their, pri- their, their pseudo-private arm, DARPA. So, uh, and this technology now, like I think you mentioned it, they're talking about putting it into the flu vaccine and the before you know it it's going to be in all the va- all the vaccines are going to be this mrna synthetic mrna that programs your body to do certain things now just just common sense if they can inject something that's synthetic and programs your body to do something they could inject they can program it to do anything right or many things right so and, and right now we have pending so connecticut i don't i think we might have talked about this last year uh, there's a big push throughout the country and the world by pharma for the last seven, eight years to eliminate exemptions to vaccines. And I think that was, this is all laying the groundwork. They were trying to lay the groundwork for all this. And they removed religious exemptions that had existed for 60 years. Every 48 out of 50 states have had religious exemptions or philosophical exemptions ever since there's been mandates to go to school. And they eliminated it in California. Then New York went down. Then Maine went down. And then Connecticut went down last April, April of 21. So myself and two other attorneys out of New York, Jim Ramigas and Kevin Barry, filed suit here in Connecticut in April of this year. And we actually feel like we've got a good chance to win this thing. Uh, we, we, we survived the motion to dismiss, which is the biggest hurdle in any case like this. Mm-hmm. And, and interestingly, Shep, the reason we think we got a chance is because we're not relying on the Constitution. Sadly enough, as I found out with the mass lawsuit and everybody else found out during the pandemic, right. the Constitution has not worked. Right. So, um, you know, it reminded me of George Carlin did a skit on the Constitution, and he said the Bill of Rights is really a Bill of Privileges. He said you have your rights just until the time you need them. Uh, and, and I think he's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And and so, but in Connecticut, there's a law. This is a great story. Do you have time before your commercial Absolutely. break? Absolutely. It's a great story. So, so Connecticut... Um, uh, they are one of 22 states that have what's called a Religious Freedom Restoration Act. So going back to the late early 1990s, Justice Scalia wrote a, a, a pretty horrendous opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court, basically said that uh, laws that infringe religious liberty, if, if, but if they're not designed to infringe religious liberty, they just so happen to it, then, they, then they're basically okay. They're subject to the lowest standard of judicial review, so they'll always be found okay if you go to court. So they're going to they're gonna survive legal challenges. Now, it had up until that point, religion, like every other fundamental right, any infringement on religion had to survive the highest judicial scrutiny, which most most actions can't survive and, and the people would win. So so this, the Democrat after Scalia's decision, a lot of Democrat legislatures got together because, you know, Scalia was the, the, the far right pariah and they passed religious freedom restoration acts, which say, regardless of the what the Supreme Court says in our state, if there's a state action that infringes for liberty, regardless of what it is, it has to pass this high scrutiny. And like I said, most things, if not all things, can't pass that. So we we have that law and we're suing under that law. And we actually believe we, we are going to win. I'm very confident that we're going to win unless the legislature gets back in and changes the law. Because, again, it's not a, it's not the Constitution. It's a law that they can just change. So. But the, the best part is the, 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 the state representative in Connecticut, the Speaker of the House, Matt Ritter, who is the number one person behind this push. He's a pharma stooge. He works for Shipman and Goodwin. He's a partner at Shipman and Goodwin, one of the largest law firms in Connecticut. They represent Bowringer Engelheim, a, a big animal vaccine company, and they're very big into pharma. And this guy is an absolute in pharma's pocket, and I hope he's listening. I hope he finds this. And he pushed this through basically single-handedly with the help of some other uh, of his underlings. Uh, and the irony is the law that we're relying on, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act passed in 1991 or 92 in Connecticut, was, was shepherded through by the then House Speaker, um, John Ritter, his father. Oh. So we're taking his father's law and we're trying to stick it where the sun doesn't shine. Wow. Um, yeah, it's really, that's, it's, it's, it's really enjoyable, uh, that aspect of it. Right. 
Whoa, that's a twist there. That's historical. That's great, Lindy. We're no, rooting for you. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, that's amazing that you're doing that, and that's a uh, very good strategy. Excellent. But I, I tell you, and, I and like hearing I've been stuff like for that. Two years that, you know, the relig- you know, very a small percentage of people use a religious exemption. We're a very small minority. Uh, you know, I use it. That's how I got involved in it. And, but I, I've been screaming from the, the, the treetops, rooftops for two years that to everybody, listen, this is a bigger issue because you can guarantee, you can bet your ass they're going to put the COVID vaccine on the childhood schedule, the experimental, dangerous COVID vaccine, unnecessary COVID right. vaccine on the childhood schedule. And sure enough, the CDC, what, a week and a half ago, voted to put it on, which means every Democrat-controlled legislature is going to now, when they get back into session, they're going to add it to their schedule. And all these kids throughout the country are going to have to get this to go to school, this thing that's causing myocarditis in young kids, heart attacks, deaths, uh, and, and for a virus that has a 0% death rate for children. It's, it's, it's insanity, but that's what's happening, and I'm really trying to spread the word to you know, to the masses, because, it, you know, as, as always, it, they, they don't realize what's happening until it's too late. Well, and it goes even deeper because it gets into the uh, FEMA camps and like prison camps and contact tracers, because um, what happens is uh, if you pull your children out of school because you don't agree with this uh, forced vaccination, unconstitutional forced vaccination of your children, then you will then uh your child will then be violating a truancy policy and then uh you know they can come get the parent at that point and that causes a, a number of issues and i mean at at that point they'll probably be saying they're uh vaccine deniers and you know oh, they need oh yeah, to be put science, in camp right even though the and, and the covid how about the covid mandates that are still happening i mean the cdc is complete and openly the, the emperor has no clothes. They said in August that there's no basis to discriminate between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Well, yet yeah. colleges across the country are still requiring vaccines. If you don't, you get kicked out of the dorm or you get kicked out of the school. That's Absolutely. Well, they're planning those uh, red and green zones and they really want a 50. Well, they want a total total separation ultimately of the vaxxed and unvaxxed. So they're getting this into uh, people no matter what, uh, ultimately, and it's crazy. Um, stay with us one more segment, Lindy, if you've got time. This is yeah, really fascinating stuff. And, you know, it's like, what are they putting in this stuff and this Lucifer yeast and stuff? People are saying these vaccines are glowing, they're putting them under black light. It's crazy. Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govi increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by five points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit gogastab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com. Hey everyone, Shepard Ambellis here. I just wanted to remind you to catch the show, The Shepard Ambellis Show with co-hosts Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole every single weekday, Monday through Friday on ATN.Live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, ATN.Live. Be there. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Ambella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Ambella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. 
Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest electronic beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live. I'm in your vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines, rather than focusing on long, drawn-out scientific arguments, the author focuses on the simple, common-sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, how do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think, it simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent, wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search, I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. He always skips the first date simply because he can. He once attended a Bilderberg meeting with a camera. His two cents are worth millions. He's Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. We have a great guest with us today, Lindy R. Urso, attorney at law out of Stanford, Connecticut. Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole are also with us. Uh, Bethany and Aaron, um, Beth, do you have any uh, questions for Lindy or uh, do you want to get on any uh, specific topics? Well, I would just like to thank you, Lindy, for the fine work that you're doing. And, um, you know, it's so complicated law, too. It's I, I don't know how lawyers can be lawyers because it's just I mean, d- did they make it? Did it happen like that over time? Was law o- always complicated so that the layperson couldn't understand it? Um, yeah. You know, what? I'll, I'll tell you exactly what that is. It's a great, great question. Um I learned this when I got, as soon as I got to law school, I figured this out. Law school could be done in a year, year and a half, but they purposely use Latin terms and they, and they, they stretch it out for three years because they want to make lawyers seem like they're profe- like a real profession, like doctors. It's a big scam. And the law schools get their money and the banks get their money with the student loans. But it's a big scam. I always, my, my best point was that there's a, there's a phrase we learn in law school called res ipsa loquitur. And it means the thing speaks for itself. And I, I laugh. I say, well, if the thing speaks for itself, why do lawyers need to use Latin? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, no, it's a big scam. It's a big scam. Lawyers, I, I think, I think non-lawyers should be able to take the bar and pass the bar. You know, I really do. I think it's a big scam. Uh, it's, you know, and, and, and look, being a lawyer is, is, is a responsibility. And, you know, and, and especially because not, more, not, not, not many, not more people can do it. You have to be in the club. So. I, I, I do think it should be open. Anybody who can 
who can study and pass the bar. I really believe that. It's a, it's a big scam, quite frankly. You know, it, it's interesting how all of that works. And then uh, I was watching like in the uh, Alex Jones trial, especially um, the defense and the prosecution would confer and they would have um, sidebars. And I realized that at the end of the day, those lawyers are are barred um, essentially or part of the bar. So like in all in all, they're going to do what's in the best interest for the court. It was almost like they were conferring on stuff. Does that go on? Well, the, the sidebars, I mean, I mean, look, are there times where two sides are in cahoots? Yes. But generally speaking, like, you know, when you're at trial, you are at war against the other side and you try mm -hmm. to be collegial. You try to be, you know, right. uh, adult about the whole thing. But the sidebars are necessary because you discuss things that are not so like we were talking about earlier. There's certain things that a jury is supposed to hear and everything else they're not supposed to hear. So you have the sidebars. The sidebars save time because otherwise you've got to send the jury out every time you have an issue. So right. it, I don't think that's I, I think you're over reading a little bit into that, because um, when you go to trial, generally speaking, if you've got good lawyers on both sides, you're, you're both okay. trying to win at all. Costs. OK, I and often wondered about that. I mean, I kind of figured it was like that. Um, but, you know, um, now during the Daryl Brooks uh, trial, there was a bunch of stuff going on, but um he was essentially repping himself as a sovereign citizen. So one of his things was he would ask uh, the court to prove jurisdiction um, and, and subject matter every time he would show up to court and they kind of got um, pissed about this and they kind of tried to dodge around it. And they said they, there was no requirement for them to do that. But I felt like maybe they were like almost like lying. Uh, do you, is, that's, that's is there an interesting point? That's an interesting point because you know, it's not something nobody challenges that. Um, so the point is if you're coming in there, I mean, it just because it's never done doesn't mean that they're, they're absolved of responsibility if it's raised. I mean, challenging subject matter, subject matter jurisdiction is, is like the primary issue. A lot of cases get lost because there's no subject matter jurisdiction. And asking the court if they have jurisdiction to handle the case, and there there are statutes. So they wouldn't answer court. that, and they would go silent, and it was. They insane. should have given. They should have read the statutes because there are statutes. You know, he wouldn't agreed with them, but you know, they should have done that. Wow, you know that that to me is uh, was really interesting. Um, there were some other uh, really fascinating aspects of the trial they would uh, put him over in this other courtroom and he would say, so you're holding me in contempt and they wouldn't answer. And then they would ultimately like bring him back. Um, but um, he, um, he asked for a, um, for the judge's oath, a signed thing, which she basically refused, but then ultimately provided like days later, as if someone told her, or she researched it, like, so like he was, um, you know, getting into, uh, uh, some of these things that were kind of irking the court, but, uh, it, you know, it raises, you know, certain questions. I mean, I guess, uh, and he said he had the right to face his accuser under the sixth amendment. And here's the, the kicker. He said, so, so the DA was bringing the case. So it was the state of Wisconsin. And, um, so he said, uh, um, there was no, he, he interviewed all the people in the court. He interviewed the, um, the witnesses and everything. And he said, are you a, uh, did you file a claim? And no one filed a claim. And so, um, he said, since it's an entity, the state of Wisconsin, it's not a physical person. Therefore they cannot file a claim and this, and it was pretty fascinating. Yeah. That stuff, that stuff is fascinating for a while, but then it really, it's, it's mind bending. And, and at the end of the day, 
I mean, I think it is fascinating and I think it's creative and I, and I generally kind of get the idea where they're going with those things. However, you're stuck in this system and I think, I think you're better off trying to challenge it within the, within the parameters of the system. Because I think, I, they I don't think acknowledge it. But there's no chance of winning that way. Because you may have, you may almost, have a snowball's chance in hell of winning with right. the conventional way, but that's better than no chance. Now, is this due to an uneducation or an unwillingness for, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, for instance, like, could the judge be uneducated? Let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say she doesn't. Let's, you know, because I felt like he had leverage on some of these things. Could she, she, she tried to chalk it off. They cited a case. Uh, they kept trying to cite this one case. I can't remember what it was offhand but um it, it it was saying that it it was decided that that uh declaring you're a sovereign citizen is frivolous and unwarranted or something like that and so they like well, kept throwing that at him yeah no there's there, listen these there's pros, the prosecutor's offices throughout the country the judges they're all now fairly well versed in the sovereign citizen thing and they have I think they have cheat sheets. They have things how to deal right. with them, how to answer them. Right. Um, you know, for sure. And and some do better than others, and some have more patience than others. But as I said, I mean, like I said, it is fast. I agree with you. It's fascinating, and it's it's a great intellectual exercise. But at the end of the day, uh, the system is you know what's right, right. What's right is never is never really the end. The end. The right. End, uh -huh. The all end all. You know? Yeah, that's that's what it felt like to me. I mean, the guy was guilty, it, it appears, and everything. But um, you know, he did have some, uh, you know, interesting uh, points. You know, um, there was there were some other things um, that were raised that were um, really fascinating. Listen, the courts, the courts don't they they don't know how to deal with lawyers who, who do things some even remotely outside the box, right. let alone a sovereign citizen. You know what I mean? They get freaked out when, when you hit them from left field. They right. just get freaked out. They just, they just, it, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're set in their ways. It's just the way it is, and they want things to go the same. All that the makes sense. That makes sense. Well, plug anything you want, Lindy. Thanks for coming on. No, all good, man. Just uh, do not take the COVID vaccine, anybody. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, Lindy R. Urso. Thanks. Attorney at Law, Stanford, Connecticut. Thank you, Lindy. We'll be Always back. A pleasure. Stay tuned. We're going to cover some news. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the, the carbon, the, the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration, and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Gobi Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. ATN.Live, the Umbellas Talk Network is beyond news talk. It's cutting-edge talk, 24-7, 365. Real people, real-life conversation. ATN.Live is also home to The Shepherd and Bella's Show and other great shows. The website is simple to use, and the sound quality is phenomenal. We stream in 194K audio and have a backup 64K stream for folks who don't have much internet bandwidth. 
Remember, don't forget, go to ATN.Live now. And for those who pledge $50 or more, you will receive free merchandise from Shepard Ambellas. His two films on DVD video and his latest Electronic Beats album, so, show some love. ATN.Live, The Ambellas Talk Network, ATN.Live. I'm in your vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines. Rather than focusing on long, drawn-out scientific arguments, the author focuses on the simple, common-sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, how do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think, It simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent, wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search, I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails, sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepherd and Bella Show. Remember, remember, don't forget, go to shopshep.vip and get your merch, shopshep.vip. You can get my films, uh, my music, um, hooded sweatshirts, t-shirts, stuff like that, shopshep.vip. Bethany and Aaron, what did you think of the attorney's... um, uh appearance on the show um i mean that was a lot of uh, information it's really 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 compact information and real deep and everything um he seems like he's out there fighting the good fight and trying to you know do his part uh, i know it's kind of hard for us to go out there and do do necessarily that kind of work so it, it's really important that we have people like him also in the fight that can help help us through some of this legal legal craziness that's going on out there but oh very totally. interesting very interesting so I, I loved sitting back and enjoying listening to him what did you think bethany oh it's always a pleasure to have lindy on he's always so informative and so passionate and you know like uh aaron said it's it's we all have a part we play you know i mean the bible calls it the body of christ and you know like you know, we're all part of one body, but like one function is functions as an arm, the other functions as a leg and so on and so on, you know. So it's it's a cool thing that our talents and, and who we are can hopefully do something to to fight the good fight, even if it's even if it's just a little bit, you know, add it all together. It's like that. What what movie was that? Um, Bugs, A Bug's Life or when the ants kind of all get together. And, <laughs> yeah overpowered the uh grasshoppers yeah that's probably like my favorite cartoon just the the meaning and everything behind that movie is is awesome i I probably love that the most most cartoons just piss me off but that one just really resonates hey did y'all hear about uh senator senator elizabeth warren on the uh she went on uh the late show and was talking about elon musk 
and it looked like she was going to have a heart attack. Like, I don't know if she was getting all worked up, but like, let's listen to what she was saying. We're back here with Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. One of the people who you've had uh, a few uh, run-ins with the past, you've called out for his behavior in the past, is someone who strangely is dabbling in conspiracy theories on Twitter, and that's the new owner of Twitter, Elon Musk. Okay, you've never been a huge fan of billionaires, especially ones who don't pay their taxes. What about a billionaire who now owns the platform that is most used to promulgate political idea and argument, Twitter? Yeah. yeah. So I look at it this way. Somebody is going to make gonna decisions about what we see on Twitter, Right. It can be made out in the open. It can be made in public. It could be made by a commission. We could decide to do that. Uh, We can make the rules posted and out there for anybody to see. Or it could be made by one billionaire in a very dark room based on whatever is running around in the middle of his head. Me, I think those decisions ought to be made out in the open. I don't think any billionaire, any billionaire, ought to be the one who has that kind of power to decide how Americans, how people around the world get a chance to talk to each other. So I'm, I got a real problem with him. Okay, so where was this fucking lady when um, whoever else on fucking Twitter ran it and she wasn't calling for some, like, open committee for it? Right, exactly. They they just see... It's so hard for me to, like, really, you know... I don't know. I can't figure out Elon. I haven't been able to figure him out. And I don't think we really will ever soon. But anything that they see is just kind of like a little bit of an enemy. They they lose their their mind because they don't have that grip. And when you tell lies like they do, you have to have top down authority to do that. So they, they're freaking out a little bit. Yeah, they want yeah, basically. Yeah, what she was saying, you know, like a board to oversee everything, which is I mean, he bought the damn company. He can do whatever he wants to with it. You don't have to listen to the. <laughs> Well, she has a real problem with it. She's got a real oh, problem yeah. with that. Oh, she. You Her should. net worth is eight point seven five million dollars. She makes one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year as a senator. So lock her up. She's, lock her. <laughs> she's not a billionaire, but this bitch ain't broke either. Uh, I love her talking about Elizabeth that. Warren. Is that's ridiculous? That's fucking ridiculous. It's like where was she? Okay, so, so. What was the difference between when Jack Dorsey owned Twitter? Like, you know, I didn't see her fucking jumping up and down, fucking calling for uh, conventions and shit or whatever. You know, like, oh, yeah. that's so no, They have control. Yeah. They have control of everything. And they it seems like they've lost it. I want to say that they've lost it, but we'll have to wait and see. That's so crazy. You know, uh Pelosi and and uh, that Pelosi attack and the conspiracy theories it's prompted all these uh, operatives to come out of the woodwork that are embedded in the corporate media and now PBS NewsHour ran a piece we'll play a little clip from it actually you oh don't no I guess we won't because the um managed to put an ad in it oh shit he just got out of the hospital just a little bit Here before the show As today we too the man who attacked so paul can go back nancy to pelosi's husband his underwear paul, and in his home on children. friday is facing federal criminal charges the suspect has been charged with one count of assault of the immediate family member of a u.s official in this case speaker pelosi in retaliation for that official's duties and one count of attempted kidnapping of a u.s official now that's in addition to a host of charges filed locally by the san francisco district attorney including attempted murder assault with a deadly weapon and elder abuse lisa desjardins has an update on what we know and on the flood of disinformation being spread on the right out of San right. Francisco, alarming details of the assault on Speaker Pelosi's family. In an affidavit, FBI agents testify that suspect David DePap brought zip ties, tape, and rope with him, and that. He- and, and we're supposed to trust the the FBI. This is crazy, you know. But they go on to name all these things, and 
Uh, they're trying to deport that dude to Canada, and they're saying he can face 50 years. And Whoa. the original 911 call, the Pelosi guy, Pelosi's husband, says they were friends. That's what I heard. I want to try to get the audio. Well, we'll be back tomorrow for fun and freaky Friday. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Beth. Great show, guys. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Goodbye. I'm in Europe vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines. Rather than focusing on long, drawn out scientific arguments, the author focuses on the simple, common sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, how do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think, it simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent, wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. Hey everyone, Shepard Ambellis here. I just wanted to remind you to catch the show, The Shepard Ambellis Show, with co hosts Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on ATN.live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, ATN.live. Be there. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Ambella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Ambella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest Electronic Beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live. Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govi increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by five points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit gogastab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com. A T in A T
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.